Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Happy New Year to everybody. We are January 1st, 2024. I wonder how long I'll be writing 2023 on checks. I actually still write checks, but when I'm trying to figure out what year it is, hopefully I'll remember it is now 2024. But and Happy New Year. It's an opportunity to look forward, not back. I'm not going to review the year so much. I think a lot of people have done that. I'm going to look ahead. And it's a very secular holiday. It's just celebrating a, a new year and uh, has a very strong football connotation. Football is really going strong. There's still basketball going on, but there's some great games on tonight. I will be watching. I have friends that are very into it. I'm going to become more of a pro sports person because of the sports cards tie-in. And yet nowadays with the NIL rules, there's going to be lots of college product out there. So here's five personal goals I have that I want to share with you. You may have your own. You don't need to have five. You don't need to have any. I think sometimes just muddling along is okay for some people. But for me, most of my goals are more directional rather than achievement that I want to get to some number as much as just I want to do more of something or less of something. So the first one is just, I think I'd like to go to another show, a big show each year. I've been going to the Dallas shows. I've hit pretty much all those for a number of years. I always go to the national. I made every one of those. I used to go to Toronto. I used to go to Anaheim. I used to go to Philly. I was at the one of the very first Philly shows, East Coast National, all of those. I'm not going to do them all. And the rhythm of just going to the Dallas shows and the National is good. But I think I'm going to add one and maybe rotate them. I don't think they're going to be necessarily vacations, family vacations, as much as me taking a getaway for a long weekend. So I'll be sparing about that. But I may do that. So I'm looking forward to that. Second is... I've been thinking about my 1% rule, selling 1% a month, and I think that's probably too slow. I can tell that I've got, whatever, it's been 12 months that I've really been earnest about that. So I probably have 12% less. I think I am on target, but it just seems like when people walk in, they say, are you sure you've sold 12? I think I have the numbers to prove it, but there sure are a lot of cards there. So I think since that's the case, I'm thinking one other thing that I could do, this may apply to some of you that like to consolidate your collections. I have a little bit of a lot of things. I'm sure I have thousands of non-sport cards, hundreds of publications, thousands of soccer cards, tens of thousands of minor league baseball cards, lots of NASCAR, wrestling, boxing, hockey. If I got rid of some of those as a category, none of those are more than 5%, uh, but it would, it would do a part in reducing my footprint. And over five years, it would no, it would be very noticeable. In one year, maybe not so much, but the question is, how would I sell? There's uh, private sale opportunities. Uh, Huggins and Scott takes anything and does a great job. eBay, I can do it myself. Chasing part, cardboard, <laughs> they can chase over here or getting some kind of a broker. But just figuring out what I have is pretty time-consuming. And if I expect somebody else to do it, I should know better than other people. And so there's some inertia and friction in just doing that. Uh, but just pulling out my non-sport cards and saying, do I really want to keep any of these? Uh, you can't take it with you. Uh, it's not that meaningful to me. I don't think it's a huge amount of value. A lot of it's newer. So thinning that out, and not even just thinning it out, but somebody to take it all. That's tricky how I would do that, but I think that's a worthy goal for this year. I don't know that I have a million cards, but I, I have a lot of cards, and people who have been over here probably would think that because there's a lot of monster boxes, and most of the cards are not very valuable. But if you had a million cards, selling 10,000 cards a month on eBay and ComC together, those are my two main things, uh, I, I'm sure I'm achieving that. I probably am selling at least uh, 10,000 cards on uh, eBay and ComC. Uh, but I'm also buying probably a thousand cards a month. Hence my famous uh, buying one tenth of a percent a month, which that one tenth of a percent is a uh, thousand cards. So a thousand cards a month. And I probably am buying a thousand cards if you put together uh, buying at some auctions. 
as well as at some shows in the dollar boxes. Um, so I'm making progress there, but it'd be nice to have uh, sell a category of cards that I wouldn't miss. I'd, I'd pull out a few cards for my wall and let the rest go. Uh, personal goal number three, just got back on Thursday. This Thursday, whatever that was, December 28th, my final tranche of BGS cards for my huge uh, COVID submission that I've told you about. It's a very long story. Back in the day when COVID was going on, I was encouraged to bring a bunch of stuff because I don't think they knew how many cards they would be getting. And it turned out they got too many and they got way behind and I got stuck in that. And I'm a good sport. I'm getting a good price. They, they treat me right. They sure don't give me better grades uh, than I deserve, but uh, I think they're fair. But now all the cards are back. And so now I can weave them into my wall of fame. And so that means I can finish my series of short six-minute YouTube card wall videos, perhaps by the end of the year. It does take some time. Of course, when you say end of the year, some people will end of what year? 2024, I'm really hoping that I can knock out those videos. It'll be fun for me. There's some preparation. I can lay out the cards, and I'll be blending in some cards that I got back. And I've got another wave of stuff I'm sending to BGS, but I've got enough that I can do those videos and probably get the first pass. I'm up to the letter F but I've got some great cards, obviously, from G to Z. It's all sports, alphabetized, and I think you'll enjoy. And basically, it's more like, I, I think I can explain that it's more like seeing uh, semifinalists, you know, like the Hall of Fame does. So that my current card, Wall of Fame, are more like the semifinalists. And then I, I'll probably be doing final selections in some future year because eventually, I think all families downsize. So when I downsize, I need to be downsized with my smaller wall, which probably is small to the tune of 640 cards instead of more than a thousand. Personal goal number four, and this is not painful necessarily, but along the lines of my analytical nature, the original 1% rule that I had, I noticed that I was selling about 1% of what I had on Comp C each month. And then I think I'm selling about 1% every week of what I have listed on eBay. I've got a bunch of lots listed and I've got a bunch of cards on Comp C. And so 1% a month seems to be the rhythm there, 1% a week on eBay. And so that seems to be going enough. However, I think this year, Obviously, if you don't refresh your inventory or if it's been sitting there for a while, I may need to lower my prices. Now, I think my prices, I'm going to start them off on both those places in fixed price with pricing it fully, retail price. But if it doesn't sell and it's been some time, I'm going to lower my prices. So I, I know some of you may think, I want you to lower the price for the card that I want. And I do accept offers sometimes, but it's really time consuming to go back through. And in both ex both platforms, you can see how long you've had it there and, and just lower the price, but it'll take a while. But I think that's going to be in the cards for me for this year. The fifth goal, the last goal, I am purposing to continue to stay in my dollar box lane. I've got lots of ways I could hobby that I could enjoy, including buying bigger cards, but I just... I've really enjoyed, I think it keeps me mentally sharp. I'm not wandering around as much. I'm letting my fingers do the walking as I'm looking through the box, socializing a little bit, but I'm sitting in a chair in many cases. I get plenty of walking around on the treadmill and around, but so I'm, I think I'm staying mentally sharp uh, because I'm going to be quickly processing what I see. My eyes are not doing as well as they used to, but they're still better than most people my age. So I'm going to continue my buying strategy. Uh, I'm opportunistically buying things. I think it's the opposite of what a lot of people do. I'm, I'm basically buying things that don't fluctuate in the eventual value. I'm looking for something that's a good deal right now and will continue to be a good deal because I believe uh, it will eventually sell at a certain price. And so I think it's just very different. I'm, I'm not worried about 
uh, what happened last week. I'm not worried about the most recent comps. Uh, it's basically gives me an, an edge. If I do it that way, my edge is that I have a lot of old knowledge because I'm old and I have knowledge. Uh, but that's not the same as just vintage knowledge. I have vintage knowledge, but I have old knowledge, established knowledge, m- more of the timeless knowledge that you could think about having. Uh, and I'm rewarded because when I look at cards in the dollar box, I can see that, yeah, that I remember that's the tougher version of that card. It's low demand, but low supply as well. I think it'll eventually sell. So I'm not cramming to figure out what's happened to the latest thing. I don't need to check the comps. I could just see, I don't think there's been a run-up. It's not a high demand card. So it would be difficult to look it up anyway. John Newman was asking me, when well, you price your cards for Com C, how do you know how to price them based on what you have in them? I said, hey, John, it's not hard to price dollar box cards on Comp C. You're hoping to put them on Comp C and sell them for two or three or four or five dollars. It, it doesn't factor in how much I paid, whether I paid two dollars for it, which I occasionally will do that, or 25 cents. I'm going to put it on Comp C or on eBay and I'm going to sell it for whatever it'll sell for there. If I paid too much at the show in the dollar box, then I have to you know, I'll lose money on it. At least I'm cashing it in for money. It's not doing me any good if it's not there. Very simple. That keeps it simple. I don't have to worry about that. I will say this along those lines. I think I may splurge this year on some some additional uh, displayable cards uh, for my wall. Now that I've gotten those additional cards back from each heap, there's a few players I need and I just, I don't have them and they're not going to be in dollar boxes. And so I'm going to need to, now I will say this, I'm not going to get stuff that's so valuable that it's got to stay at the bank. Anything that's more expensive, I pretty much don't put on my wall. I think my wall over the coming uh, years is going to be more and more accessible. So I'm not really eager to have a bunch of extremely valuable cards out there for people to uh, grab and pocket. 99% of the people are honest, but uh, I'd hate to see something uh, slip away. So if it's really valuable, I'll take it to the bank. But if it's a decent card that people would enjoy, I'll pick it up. Those are some of my personal goals for and 24. I may have some other ones. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not being hard on myself. It's more business as usual and enjoying and trying to uh, simplify uh, as I would much rather buy than sell. Uh, I don't like to sell, but I need to sell because I need to get my collection in order. Uh, I've talked about having a subtraction by addition. <laughs> well, I got a bunch of cards a couple of years ago, and that helped me sweeten up and improve my uh, eBay lots. But at this point, I don't think I really need to do that. I need subtraction by subtraction. I just need to sell some stuff. And I think that's a good idea to think about selling a whole category of cards that I just haven't looked at. If I haven't looked at it for a few years and nobody's asked about it, then I need to find a new home. Don't deluge me with suggestions, but eventually that's going to happen. So thanks everybody. And I hope this is a great year for you, for everybody. And I will be back again on Wednesday with another episode.